This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. It's a global movement spearheaded by the same guy who's wanting to do a global economic reset, but they also at the same time we're going to bring in a human reset. It's, it's, cheating the days of it's trying to improve on God's creation. Exactly. Welcome to the Tipping Point Show. I'm Jimmy Evans. I'm so glad that you've joined me today. And I have joining me again today, Pastor Billy Crone, where we'll be talking about his book and documentary, Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum and the Coming Mark of the Beast. Now, this is a fascinating topic that we're talking about today. You want to stay tuned for this. Let me tell you, we have coming up very soon now our Prophecy Conference, September 16th, Fellowship Church, Grapevine, Texas, a part of the Metroplex here. Five minutes from DFW Airport, if you're flying in, we would love to have you join us. Go to endtimes.com. You can just see there where it talks about conferences. You can reserve your seat. You can actually see a map of the seating. You can reserve your exact seats or, or seat or seats. If you're a paid subscriber to endtimes.com, you get a 50% discount. And so it's a wonderful discount. If you're bringing 10 or more people, you get a 40% discount. And so we want you to bring church groups. We have a lot of church groups that are coming. We would love to see you there. Pastor Billy Crone, Pastor Ed Young, who's the pastor of Fellowship Church, wonderful pastor and Bible teacher. Uh, Dr. Tony Evans, who's a Bible scholar and an end times expert, will be joining us there. Dr. Mark Hitchcock, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, uh, myself will all be there that day. It is going to be a tremendous time. We want you to join us there for our Tipping Point Prophecy Conference going endtimes.com. Sign up right now. Uh, Billy Crone is going to be with us. Now, Billy is a, a, a regular guest here on the Tipping Point Show. He's the senior pastor of Sunrise Bible Church in Las Vegas, Nevada. In addition to being a pastor, he's a very gifted author, conference speaker, and teacher. He's written many books on the end times and he's uh, produced many documentaries on the end times. And today we're talking about his book and documentary, Klaus Schwab, The World Economic Forum and the Coming Mark of the Beast. Billy, thank you for joining me again. Thank you, Jimmy. It's great now, to be on. Now, these conversations, they're fascinating. And one of the things I love about your documentaries and your books is now you're quoting the people. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're not just making a lot of claims and stuff that are unsubstantiated. I mean, you're actually quoting the people themselves. But what we're seeing today in our world is just this convergence mm -hmm. that you believe is, and I also believe, is going to end up being the mark of the beast. Yeah. A one world government with the Antichrist in control. I want you to just, before we start talking about today's topic, I want you just to, for people to know who you are, you were a former New Ager. Yeah. And talk, so you, you came from the other side. Yeah, exactly. And then, so really the research on some of this stuff actually began before I got saved in 1993. But basically a former New Ager, I was also involved in the occult and things of that nature, which these guys are yeah. heavy into the dark side, if you will, uh, as well, unfortunately. Um, and so I was a part of that camp. Uh, I, I At that time, before I got saved, I, I thought it was a great thing, you know, that we need to bring harmony to the planet. We all We need to get rid of national sovereignty we need to come together under the you know with a one world government to 
Uh, we need to have everybody all tied together, working together to create like a Borg-like existence. And uh, we need a one world religion. And I'd be on the front line for that. And at the same time, I would say, and you know what? Who's messing this whole thing up? Christians. <laughs> yeah. Christians are stopping the harmony of the earth. That was the New Age saying, right? Right there, you know. Uh, and and on and an obedient Christian, guess what? That's what you should be doing. That's right. Second Thessalonians two, the resistance, so uh, the restraining influence, and so uh, I was a part of that. I thought it was a good thing. So this is not uh, uh, a conspiracy theory. Uh, these people are real. These organizations are real. This goal of redoing the planet with a one world religion, one world economy, cashless society, market the beast system, one world government. It's really real, and it's been in play for a long time. I was there. Now, fast forward, after I got saved, uh, then I began to realize, wait a second. Everything that I thought in the New Age was a good thing that we need to do, and the Christians are the bad guy, it's the exact opposite. Yeah. In fact, I'll say this. The Bible, I learned very quickly, is the only book on the whole planet that exposes what these guys are up to. Right. Right. It's called the rise of the Antichrist kingdom. Right. And what's he going to bring with the false prophet? One world government, one world religion, one right. world economy, cash society, market the system. And it just uh, jaw dropped. I was like, I knew what I was involved in was wrong, but then I, I, I was like, nobody's talking about this. Yeah. And I'm going, and it's not 50 years down the road. It's happening now. I was, yeah. in, I was in that camp. So the research for a lot of that began back then. But, but that's, that's why I encourage Christians. I said, listen, put yourself in the enemy's shoes, right? If you want to hide from people what you're doing, then what's the first thing you're going to do? You're going to try to get rid of this book yeah. because this book, the Bible, is the only book on the planet that in minute detail tells you exactly what's coming under the rise of Antichrist. Absolutely. Kingdom. So he's got to get rid of it. Well, throughout history, as we know, the enemies try to get rid of the Bible, but guess what? Nanny, nanny, boo-boo, in Jesus' name, God wins. Yeah. He's not, so, but here's what he's been doing the last 30 years, even in the church. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it... <clears throat> a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. He can't get rid of the Bible. We got Bibles galore everywhere. Do you know what he does? He spread a lie through the church that if you teach on prophecy, Pastor Jimmy, don't you know that's doom and gloom? Yeah. Don't you know that's not what people, that's divisive. People don't need to hear that. You can't do that. So even though we have the Bible, he's uh, convinced churches to never teach on Bible prophecy. And so that's why even Christians are in the dark about what's coming. So that's the, that's the spiritual warfare. It, it's, it's really unbelievable, Billy, because you and I both, and, and you've paid a price, and I've paid a price for preaching Bible prophecy. I mean, the people yeah. that it upsets, but it's the, it is an encouraging message. One in 30 verses in the New Testament talks about the return of Jesus. Yeah. One in 30. How could you as a preacher ignore that much information? It's a, according to Dr. Tim LaHaye, it, the return of Jesus is the second most mentioned doctrine in the Bible, only behind salvation. Right. And so it's a major theme of the Bible. Dr. John Walbert, uh, who is uh, the chancellor of Dallas Theological Seminary and a professor there, he has a book called Every Prophecy in the Bible. It's a book that thick. There are a thousand. He located 1,000 
specific prophecies in the Bible. Over 500 have come true, but the rest of them are coming true right now, even as we speak. And so prophecy is a major theme of the Bible. And and Paul said, encourage each other with these words. When we have people watch on the tipping point, and one of the the comments that we get, uh, endtimes.com or subscribers, we have a portion, you know, on all of our stuff, they go on there and they comment. We have a community of people pray with each other, encourage each other. But one of the things that we love is they'll say, I've been so anxious watching the news and seeing what's happening, but listening to you talk about the end times, I feel so comfortable. Mm-hmm. I feel so comforted yeah. and encouraged. Yeah. Well, you know why? It's because you go back to uh, Revelation, and uh, even though the lie out there is that it's doom and gloom, that's not what God says. Uh, in Revelation chapter one, it said, uh, "Doom and gloom is the one who reads the words of this prophecy." Oh, I'm sorry, wrong translation. <laughs> What's the word? Blessed That's is right. the one who reads That's right. the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear and who take to heart what is written, because the time is near. Blessed is makarios in the Greek, and it means spiritually prosperous with joy. Wow! Right. Wow. And so God gives you a tripleful blessing. That's not even counting. There's another blessing at the end of Revelation. So really, four blessings. If you'd what? All of His words for our good. Yeah. But when, what's Revelation? Apocalypsis, the unveiling of who? Jesus Christ. Why wouldn't you want, you say you love Jesus, why wouldn't you want to read a book that's all about his coming? That's I right. Mean, don't you, aren't you, we're, we're supposed to be the bride of Christ. Last time I checked, if somebody is not uh, showing signs of excitement the closer their wedding day gets, that's probably not a good sign that they have a healthy relationship. That's right. Right? <laughs> you know, so, that's right. So here we are, we're the bride of Christ, and all that Revelation prophecy tells us is it's getting close. Our wedding day approaches yeah. as a bride of Christ. And then you want to run from that? You want When I tell you your wedding day approaches as a Christian, and uh, you literally say, stop that. That's doom and gloom. Don't share that with me. <laughs> it's like you put it in the relational context. It's like, what kind of Christianity do you got? Well, some, some people want the world to continue as it is. In other words, they, they don't don't tell me there's going to be an end. I'm, I'm about to pay my mortgage off. I want to get married. I want to have kids. You know, I want to have grandkids, whatever. And, and I tell people, when Jesus comes, you will never, ever look back. Yeah. The the joy that we, first of all, we get new bodies, Billy. Mm-hmm. My, my book, Look Up, is it talks about, Jesus said, when you see these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your head. Your redemption draws near. Our redemption means we get everything back. Yeah. Everything Adam and Eve lost in the fall, plus some, we get new bodies. We get to go home to be with Jesus. We get to go back in the presence of God. Yeah. The, the fullness of joy, pleasure. Mm-hmm. You know, we, the Eden means pleasure and delight. We get, ple- it says, in his right hand are pleasures forevermore. It's, it's, it, the, it, it's so incredible what happens when Jesus returns. And it's so incredibly sad to me the pastors won't talk about it because the, they're people. I think the things that are happening in the world right now, if I were not a Christian, they're terrifying. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I would be so concerned. And, and depression is at an all-time high. Anxiety is at an all-time high. Suicide is at an all-time high. Because and Jesus said, men's hearts will fail them from fear. Mm-hmm. And the expectation of things that are it's happening right now before our eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, many times your pastors all say, hey, tell you what. You want to do something? One thing. All you can do is one thing. And if you start doing this in your church, the church is going to get more excited. They're going to get energetic. They're going to want to serve. They're going to become greater evangelists. And all you got to do is this one thing. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? What is it? <laughs> and they're expecting some sort of cookie cutter program. Like, right. well, here's this new methodology and this new curriculum that we built yeah. for you to. I say this preach prophecy. What? I can't do it. Yeah. Listen, 
you wonder why Christians are so distracted and so worldly That's right. and so apathetic That's and so right. indifferent to the cause of Christ? It's because you don't ever remind them of their future. Yeah. We're not losers. We're winners. Yeah. Nobody has a brighter future than we were at church. And heaven's just the beginning. Yes, at the rapture, we get new bodies. Praise God for that. And we go to heaven, which last time I checked is way better than down here. But then we come back and get to be right. we get to be a part, Revelation 19, with Jesus and setting That's up right. the millennial kingdom. A thousand year reign. Peace on earth. Isaiah says there's going to be peace with nature. I could have a pet elephant if I want. It's going to be, it's not yeah. make-believe. It's really real. It's really coming. It's really our future that Christ won for us. It's not just escaping hell. It's the future that he gives us on top. That's and right. then even after that, we get the new heavens and the new earth. No more crying. No more mourning. No more death. No more sorrow. No more sin. Dare I say, no more devil. No more demons. No. How is that bad news? How is that doom and gloom? That's why Revelation says, bless it. That's right. For those who read this, who hear it, and who what? Who take it to heart. Yeah. It's the panacea for Christian apathy. And I'll say this. Christians, in my opinion, uh, in my experience, if you don't want to hear prophecy, uh, read between the lines. I think this could be a big chunk of why, as you said. Because you, I, don't tell me that. Yeah. You know, I, I got my whole financial future figured out. I got yeah. my whole game plan figured out. With this, and and you're upsetting the apple cart. No, they're they're violating scripture. It's called idolatry. Yeah, really. that's right. And First John says, "Do not love this world, nor the things of this world. Otherwise, what you're showing, say it all you want, but you're showing the love of the Father is not in you." That's right. And I think Satan, he can't take away your salvation. Praise God, but he's got you distracted. He's got you living for this wicked, evil world system. Instead of the world to come. And see, Billy, the in Revelation 22, Jesus said, Behold, I'm coming quickly, and my reward is with me to give every man according to his work. And we need to understand we're saved by grace, but we're judged according to our works. Mm -hmm. And so the whenever you serve Jesus, uh, and see, when you understand the end times, you understand Jesus is coming soon. And the parable in Matthew 24, Jesus was asked about the signs of the end times. And he gave a tremendous detail there yeah. about what's going to happen. It's happening right now. Right. Uh, then in Matthew 25, he gives two parables in a true story about judgment. The parable of the virgins, are you a Christian or not? You know, you may be acting like a Christian, but are you? Then the parable of the stewards. And they were given talents to invest while the master was on a journey. This is all about Jesus leaving and we're on this earth and we have, we have things to invest. And when Jesus, when the master came back, he wanted to profit. And so the thing is, when Jesus comes back, he wants our lives to have meant something beyond ourselves. Mm -hmm. And if all I, and this is, we're talking about Bible prophecy. Right. And so when I teach, when you teach your congregation about Bible prophecy, I'm teaching them Jesus is going to come back and there's going to be a judgment. There's going to be a judgment of believers. There's going to be a judgment of unbelievers. And the judgment of believers is you're going to go to heaven. I mean, you're, it's not a judgment of hell or right. heaven, but but it is a judgment of, of works mm -hmm. that he's going to judge everybody according to his works. Well, God is not a socialist. And so everybody that goes to heaven is a winner. Everybody that goes to heaven gets Jesus. They get heaven. There will be people fabulously wealthy in heaven. Jesus said, don't lay up your treasures on earth or moth and rust destroy, lay up your treasures in heaven. That you can only do that by giving and serving. Yeah. When you give to the Lord, when you serve the Lord, there are, Jesus said, if you give a cup of cold water to this little one in my name, you won't lose your reward. Little bitty things that we don't even think about are lavishly rewarded in heaven for all of eternity. Right. If you're watching on YouTube, you're not a subscriber to endtimes.com, $7 a month, $77 a year. We would love to have you be a subscriber so you can get everything that we have. The full podcast I do every week, Tipping Point, Dr. Mark Hitchcock's podcast, Marking the End Times, or Marking the Times, as well as everything else we do.
become a subscriber today. I hope you've enjoyed this. Billy, thank you for being with thank me you. today. And God bless you. We'll see you next time.